Welcome to this month's BP Leadership Lesson. Pastor Bill Purvis has an incredible lesson to share with you today, so make sure that you have your ears tuned and your pens ready, and let's dive in and see what he has to say. All right, I'm excited about sharing with you today as we talk about this lesson that I think will be a benefit to you as we uh, do BPL and and, uh, try to learn in leadership and grow our lives So let me just jump right in, okay? I want to talk about today, the topic is going to be the fire of desire takes you higher. I was with a group of people the other day, and there was a lot of group uh, people in that group that were just zealous to go charge the wall. And there was another group of people that had been there on this job a long time, and they just didn't seem to have much fire anymore. And I, I began to observe some of those, and I thought about, you know, what really makes the difference between someone who's going a long ways and someone who doesn't is a lot of times in the area of desire. In fact, we've all, we've all met some people who reach higher levels beyond their own expectations, uh, and they didn't have many things in the toolbox. They only had one, one tool that was really effective, and that was desire. They may not have been as competent as many others. They may not have been as passionate in some areas. They may not be as educated or skilled, but they had a desire to learn, to grow, to be what they could be. And so they reached a certain level in life that took them beyond what most people thought they would. Then on the other hand, we always see the contrast. We always see people who um, oftentimes had, were set up for success. They had everything that you could ask for to make them a success, but they lacked the one thing, and that was desire. So I got to thinking after having observed some people that I, I want to just talk about that for a, full, a few moments. So uh, the, how to examine our own desire. And, and along that line, I, I want to mention what we want, what we understand as our desires, examine our own motives, how to refuel desire, and those things. So all of us have it. So my goal is now, what do we do, and how do we refuel, and how do we focus the desires we have in our heart and find the right ones? So let's just jump right in, okay? Eleanor Roosevelt once said, the future belongs to those who b- believe in the beauty of their dreams. And what she's describing is that there is a, there's a, there's a place out there for us, if we can imagine it, and then pursue it and want it bad enough that we can find what brings fulfillment. I believe this truth that everyone is driven by something, okay? We all are. Whoever you are, whatever you're doing, we're all driven by something. And, and it doesn't have to be bad. Uh, it, hopefully it's good. But there are certain things that just cause all of us to, to light up or be motivated by. Let me give you some of those. Seven of them. Number one is pleasure. Pleasure is when we have the idea that I want to do something or I want to be involved in something that is fun or something I delight in or something I enjoy. There's an old philosophy, if it feels good, do it. That's the way some people live their whole life. The second desire that we have is possessions. Uh, that's that kind of he who dies with the most toys wins. There's some people that, that they are, they've been without perhaps. Their motivation, their drive in life is I want to collect things, have things, possess things. The third motivation would be what we call popularity. Uh, that is, some people just want to be known, or there are people who need the approval of other people. They want to be popular. They want to be in the group. They want to be, they want to be recognized, respected as among the group. They want other people to be aware of them. So those are some things that drive some people. Um, that will drive, by the way, your, your career. That will drive oftentimes the way you socialize. Then there's some other drives. Uh, number four is prestige, position, or power. There's some people who they have a need to impress or they want to feel or have to feel important. And so for them, a title or a position or something prestigious gives them a sense of real accomplishment. That's what drives them is, is those things. 
Number five is problems. Some people are, uh, are, are made to feel as if they're victims, whether they are or not. So they're driven by their problems. You know, their problem makes them have to go to work or their problem makes them have to do some things. And so it's driven that way. And then number six is past mistakes. Some people live in their past. They're captured by anger or fear or guilt. They're always dealing with it. And so they're, they, they don't get up thinking so much about the future as thinking about the past and then trying to get away from it. And then number seven is passion. And it's people who are guided by deep desire to reach a goal. There's something they want to do. There's something they want to accomplish. And, and as a result of that, they, they like that. They have to do that. I, uh, I, I've been driven by that many times in my life, and I've found that when I do, uh, it's, a, it's a good motivator. Now, desire puts you in a position to be successful. It doesn't guarantee success by itself, but it will keep you moving forward when other people quit. When, when you've got a desire in your life, when there's something you want bad enough, you will power through a lot of situations where other people quit. So when I talk about that fire of desire taking you higher, we've got to figure out how do I make that, that fire burn? How do I get the most out of it? Well, let's look at some things. Desire, I believe, is triggered by five things. Um, one could be inspiration. That is the example of other people. Uh, we... We get a desire sometimes because we see someone else and we say, hey, I want to do what they're doing, or I want to be like that. And so we're inspired by the example that somebody else modeled, and we saw that as something we would enjoy or something we'd want to be. And so sometimes the inspiration comes from the example of others. We see successful organizations, and we do it all the time. We, we will say, hey, that's working over there. We could modify that and adjust that and use that here. And so it oftentimes is the inspiration that's driving us or triggered because we saw something that, that fanned the flame of our fire. The second way that, that uh, is triggered is deprivation. Now, what I mean by that is this hunger fuels desire. You know, uh, you, you, um, you see people that have learned how to survive in life. I mean, most of us all know these stories of those rags to riches stories, how Somebody was hungry, and they got away from whatever they had. Maybe they had a bad home life, and their drive in life is to have a great family. Maybe they were raised in poverty, and their drive is to be financially secure. Wherever they, they got to where they were, it was driven by being hungry some point in their life and, and, and deprived of it, they feel like. In fact, most of those rags to riches stories we read, we like that because we see where the drive took them there. Um, Sam Walden, the founder of Walmart, he milked cows and sold magazines in Oklahoma before he ever started this store. Uh, Richard Branson was dyslexic, and most people thought he could never read, he'd never amount to much, and now he owns Virgin Atlantic. Um, but he started with nothing. Walt Disney or Steve Jobs or the top one probably is Henry Ford. All of those people felt deprived at one place and hungry and passionate and wanted more and wanted to see more and poured their life into it. And we look at their lives and say, there's somebody who was driven to a very high place by desire. But many of those were inspired by deprivation. The third trigger, I think, for desire is integrity. Some people, it's ensuring that justice prevails. They, they see a cause they want to right. They see a wrong that they feel like could be fixed. And so they're driven to get out of their comfort zones in order to make a difference. And it's their integrity 
that's driven them to bring about justice in their world. And so that's the desire. Now, desire is also triggered by competition, uh, the spirit of human challenge. I like that. I'm for that. I, uh, I, I, I see people sometimes that in order to be their best, they will find, whether imaginary or real, someone they can compete with in order to get motivated. And so if your desire is driven by competition, you want to be the best, or you want to beat others, whatever it is, at least if you can pinpoint, that's what gets me motivated, amped up, then at least you've found something that triggers it. And then number five is what I'd call respect. Desire is triggered here by looking at someone who has, who has excelled or succeeded at a particular craft. And you're looking at that and saying, I respect so much what they did. I want to, I want to do that myself. And then there's the unending challenge to always improve. And so as a result of that, when you have desire and it's triggered by respect, it's saying, I, I see something there that is just so incredibly honorable, something there that I, I value, and therefore I want to do that myself, and I'm motivated out of that. So that's what we know about how it's triggered. Now, let me mention this, though. Desire needs to be guided. Unguided desire will cause a lot of problems. People who just have desire but don't know how to focus it will find themselves doing some things sometimes that will get them in trouble. But desire with guidance will bring respect. So in order to get your, your desire focused, I want to give you six truths to remember, and that way at least you can, desire, you can put your desires down these tracks, all right? Let me give those to you. Number one, remember these things. It's not how long you live, but how you live that matters. Got that? It is not how long you live. You don't get a choice in how long you live, by the way. You get a choice in how you live. So it's not how long you live, but how you live while you have your life that really matters. And that's called your significance. Everybody, I believe, is searching for significance. Some think they can find it in success. Some think they can find it with approval, uh, you know, accomplishment, achievement. But there is a level that everybody underneath is looking for. It's a target. It's significance. It's to know that they matter and to know that they're doing something that means that their existence has meaning to it. And so that's why I say you want to find that. Where are you significant? And that's what that is. Number two, remember this principle. It's not what you do for a living, but what you're living for that matters. Now, that's your purpose. Uh, you, can be as, you can be fulfilled being a Walmart greeter uh, as much as a CEO of a company when you know that truth. That's your purpose. Your purpose is, why am I on this earth? What am I doing? What are my gifts? How do I utilize those? And, and so when I use my gifts for not just making an income, but for making a difference, that's going to change the way I feel and change the way I use my gift. Number three, another third truth to remember when, when I want my desire to take me to a purpose is this. It's not where you've been, but where you're going that matters. Now, that's your progress. You know, I ask a question oftentimes around here, and that is, did we move the ball? That is, whatever we're doing, I want to know, did we move the ball? Not always did we score, did we, did we knock it out of the park? I wish we did every time. But the key question is, did we move the ball every week? And if not, why not, and how do we fix that? And if so, what worked, and why did it work, and how do we continue it? And so there's the never-ending question I have, but that's because you want to make progress. And so wherever you are in your company, your business, your life, you got to ask yourself, 
Am I going forward or backward? Am I moving the ball? Are we getting anywhere? Or am I just letting time go through my hands? Number four, the fourth truth to remember is this. It's not where you are now, but what you are becoming that matters. Now, that's the character issue. See, um, who you become is really more important than what you do, all right? And so if you understand that principle, you're going to be leaning into, I want to become wiser. I want to become more of integrity, or I want to become more of an example, or I want to become more loving or gracious. And you're more interested in that than all those things that you achieve that other people may see. It's something that you can say, I did that, and I feel good about what it did for my own makeup, my own character. Character, by the way, is developed in your experiences. Whenever you've got an experience, it's out of that experience that perhaps you can find what your character is. And then there's number five. Number five is, remember this, it's not what you've done, but what you're doing now that matters. See, what you've done in the past is already done, but what you're doing right now is the issue that we call it, that's your practices. So your daily practices will decide your annual outcome. Whatever you do daily decides that if you... I use the illustration, if you, uh, if you don't brush your teeth for a year, guess what? A year from now, you're going to have an annual outcome. Okay? You don't pay your debts, you'll have an outcome. Uh, whatever you do in life, whatever you do daily is what you'll get a receipt for later. So you want to make sure that if I'm always evolving, that I'm always growing. And your practices are highly important. So make sure that as you're, as you're moving your desire, make sure that I move my desire in things that are little incremental practices, but they get me toward my goal. And then number six, it's not how much you've obtained, but how much you've given that matters. At the end of the day, when, when we do reach those particular levels, that's called your reward. Now, your real reward is not going to be that you obtained, but the greatest way to benefit from your reward is that you've given. You've helped others. You've lifted them. You've gotten outside of yourself. And that's what makes a huge difference. It's the issue now of contribution. They say of all the levels of living, there's six of them, of all the levels of living that contribution is the highest one. And that is when you're able to invest back. And here's what happens. That one keeps giving a return. I am, I'm looking back now because I'm kind of on the third quarter of my life. And uh, I'm enjoying the benefit now that I always wondered what I re receive in, on the front end. On the early days, I always said, I want to do the best I can to be able to get to a place that I can give back. And I always hoped that it would feel as good as I'd heard it would feel. And now I'm at the stage that I'm just starting to see it and saying, this really is enjoyable. And that is, you're looking now at the lives of people. You're looking at things that you set in place, and they're on track. And so it gives you a real sense of accomplishment, like I, I'm rewarded because all of that paid off. And, and I am thankful for that, and I want you to experience that. I want you to experience it in your life that, that regardless of all the things you do collect around you, that you're able to know I made a difference in the lives of people that mattered, whether it's my, my family, whether it's my, my friends, my coworkers. But I'm able now to invest back in their lives and make a huge difference. I, I'm enjoying now at this stage. I'm having people now say these are the things that, that were done years ago that I'm benefiting from now. And I'm saying, how about that? I didn't realize it'd be that big of a reward. And so I want to encourage you to do something. Live by those principles and fuel your desire and grow your desire to the place that you can say, I, 
I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be all in to whatever I'm doing. And my desire is going to be the thing that I keep fueled and I keep prepared and I guard cautiously because that's going to be what takes me to the higher place. And I, I see a lot of people that somewhere they quit before the finish line. Somehow they lose sight of the mission. I was asked today by a gentleman that, uh, that uh, is in the same line of work. He said, how do you stay on fire all these years? And my answer to him was, I believed in the mission. I believed in what I was doing was matter, something that mattered. And I, and I believe that if you can believe in your mission and you can keep your desire strong and growing, you can not only accomplish a lot, but you can give back more. And so I really hope today as we're growing in our leadership, that it'll be your goal to decide, how do I get my, myself back in the game? Now, if your desires have died out or the fan needs to be flamed, then I continue to encourage you, listen to BPL, get around leaders, get around people that are growing, being in an environment where people around you are trying to push on. And if you're at the same place where you're saying, I've, I've got a lot of passion, figure out where you want to put it. Don't just have passion about anything, but start aiming where you want to, where you want to put that at so that at the end of the day, you make the greatest outcome or the greatest impact because of it. So that's my hope for you today. Your desire is going to be the fire that takes you higher. So fuel it right, fuel it well, fuel it consistently, and one day you'll find yourself looking back and saying, man, we made a real difference. And that's what you want to do with your life. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Look forward to being with you again next month as we grow in our leadership. Thank you for tuning into this month's BP Leadership Lesson. Each month, we share these lessons at a live luncheon to anyone in the Columbus, Georgia area. If you'd like more information on dates and times of our upcoming luncheons, you can visit bpleadership.com.